back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute, or we will be doing it soon. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And today we have the privilege of, uh, I guess, kicking off this show with our great buddies, part of the uh, Movies by Minute community. We have John and Niall from Sleepy Charlie Media who do um, Bat Minute. I'm sure everyone knows about Bat Minute. It's a great, fantastic Movies by Minute podcast. Um, And then, John, you also do Hedwig and the Angry Inch as well, which I think yeah. is phenomenal. Oh, thank you. So thank, thank you guys you. for joining yeah, us. Well, thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be to be asked. I, I didn't imagine we'd be talking about this. This is great. Yeah. It's yeah. an odd situation Absolutely. to be on to talk about a film that has yet to happen. <laughs> like, I guess it's kind of happened, yeah. but it's not happened. It's like, it's in a weird limbo at it's, the minute of like, well, it's, I've kind of seen yeah. it, but I'm not really, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, seems I, like uh, episode zeros are kind of uh, in the zeitgeist now, and everybody's doing that. So hey, why not you know try your hand at it? Hell right? yeah! Yeah, and also joining us is the great Scott Corelli. Uh, Scott, what's your what's your position with dueling genre? How do I refer to you? You the 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 central intelligence, the the, the head honcho, I'm, the ringmaster. Yeah, well, I'm 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 co-owner now because okay. uh, we 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 got a, a little bit of a financial bump. Um, so I have a I have a financial partner in it now, but um, yeah. So co-owner and uh, I guess technically CEO, as mm-hmm. weird as that sounds, mm-hmm. but, but I, it's my title on a lot yeah. of paperwork. So CEO, <laughs> COO, uh, operation yeah. managing, all that kind of stuff. But no, that's great about the, the kind of like uh, where you are financially with the show or with the whole network because I, I remember that being. A, kind of a huge thing, especially for people, you know, starting their own networks and getting their content creation off the ground. Like for a lot of people, Patreon is like their source of income that helps fuel their their projects. And, and you know, the situation you're in may sound scary, but it's a, it's progress. You know what I mean? Like you're you're making it happen. You're really doing it. So mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, we just rebranded everything on our network. Yes. Um, and so like we have like a whole new look to everything and it's really exciting. Absolutely. So. And let me just say that uh, new logo. Mwah. <laughs> oh, thank you, John. <laughs> everything you've been doing with with dueling genre lately has been uh, like inspiring, especially going back and doing uh, Geek by Night, which is a huge uh, success to me. Looking from outside in, it's, it looks <laughs> it's uh, sometimes even just listening to the bonus episodes makes it more like understandable of just how much work you guys are, hard work you guys are putting into that show, and it's absolutely incredible. Which is why I wanted to have you on the sh- on the show to talk today. Um, I know Nate and I could have just gotten any DCEU podcasts neighbor and and like i'm sure there's plenty of Zack snyder justice league heads out there who would just love to be on to talk about what we're going to be talking about today but i wanted to get you guys on board because uh scott you do uh geek by night and you also do spider-man minute which are big comic book uh content you know like and and so i I wanted to have you guys on and i want to have john and niall on because you guys do bat minute and you know, they also got the Batman coming out soon. Mm. You guys really oh, yeah. like it, you guys really killed Batman uh, forever, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, just like I like hearing your guys' 
different opinions. I, I keep saying it a lot, but I would rather have different opinions on the show that we can talk about instead of having six uh, Zack Snyder fans talking about the same thing. Yeah, so. I think we're kind of in a weird place because me personally, like uh, Zack Snyder, I find him as a person a bit irritating, but I mm-hmm. like a lot of his films to a degree. Like it's weird. Like I, I actually like watching. I feel, <laughs> I feel the exact opposite, John. I was just having, I was just having a conversation with someone where it was just like. Where it's just like Zack Snyder has like big himbo oh, energy, yeah. and I'm like I'm into it. Like he just he seems like such a nice guy, and just like a guy you'd want to like have fun with and be around. And mm. he just seems like he probably gives people oh, a lot of hugs. Yeah. That is definitely I don't know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah, everything I've considering like the kind of internet buzz around him, you do kind of assume that like this guy must be a mm. bit of a, a dick for some reason. And there's some we see him interview. Yeah. He's like he's like the nicest guy in the world. Like it's just like oh well yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah. he is. He just seems so earnest and like he likes the things that he likes. That's it. And those things are are not for mm-hmm. everyone, but for him they're the <laughs> coolest shit he could possibly yeah. think of. And he wants to share it with yeah, everyone. Right? And he's so excited about it. And I'm like I can't hate this yeah. guy. Like That's I just the problem. Can't. Yeah. I, I just admire can't. that about him. It's weird. I mean, such a strange limbo with him. And I don't mind sure. the weird bastardized previous version of the Justice League, weirdly. Oh, yeah, that was so, my, my walking away from that was like, oh, that was a good, like, if that was like the pilot for like a a TV version of Justice League, I'd be like, that was pretty, that oh was pretty good. <laughs> but, yeah. That's, that's a pretty good summer, summary of, of what that was. That's yeah. Pretty, pretty dang good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... I was just watching Man of Steel with Nathan and another friend of ours. And I was like, oh, you know, it's the Krypton part. They're in the House of L. And I was like, oh, have you seen the video of Zack Snyder, like, skateboarding in this set? And they was like, oh, no, I haven't seen it. So I played the video for them. And then, like, in my head, I was like, that's the most Zack Snyder clip I've ever seen in my life. Because <laughs> it was, like, him skating down the ramps of, like, the, how curvaceous uh krypton is and stuff like that and i was like it's like build a set of course hey, can I skateboard this, on this yeah set? of course I, this I man guess. is see, <laughs> gliding see see to me it's the it's the gift that everyone makes fun of where he's like showing henry cavill how to break oh, yeah. zod's yeah. neck and but like everyone makes fun of that and it's a moment that like a lot of people hate yes. me included uh. but but uh, the 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 pure joy on his face when he does it, where he's like, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I'm just like, I don't, I I hate this moment so much, but I love him. Yeah. Look at it. Like, look, it's look uh, how it's like, cool, cool, right? Playing with action figures. He's like, watch me do yeah. the watch me do the thing with my action figures. Check this out. This is cool, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think I do like that passion because, yeah. like, when you watch some stuff, like, yeah. like I, I hate to rag on George Lucas all the time. I always do this, but when you watch Let's the go. making of Transpires, <laughs> for instance. All the behind-the-scenes stuff, he just looks like he can't be bothered, and he's not just excited bummed. about any of it. He's like, oh, I don't know, just do this. I know. Right? At least Zack Snyder's like, like, yeah! I think it's quite quite odd at the yeah. minute, though, because I've been watching the uh, the new Superman and Lois TV show that's just launched there like very, very recently. And it's so odd because... Like, it's actually very good, which I wasn't expecting because I'm not a big fan of all the CW stuff. You and me both. Uh, so I was like, stunned. I was like, ah, oh, first episode was like really, really good. But it's very odd in that, like, they're taking, like, their version of Superman in it is great. Like, the Tyler Holchin, I think is how you pronounce his name, uh, 
but it's 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 like the Superman you can, the classic Superman you know he's very chipper and he's got the whole thing of like oh nice suit oh thanks my mom made it for me and flying away he's very mm-hmm. goofy Boy Scout kind of guy, but they're playing with it in the Zack Snyder aesthetic. Like, if you look at it, it looks like mm-hmm. a Zack Snyder movie. And the, a, a sequence where he went to the Fortress of Solitude, and it's like, the opening to it, it's like, oh, that's the same That's the same exact shot from Man of Steel, isn't it? It's like, it's just so mm-hmm. odd to see, like, yeah, the now, I think that, you know, it's probably a studio mandate to like, try to make it look as much like the, you know, the, the Superman that people currently know while you're also yeah. doing your yeah. own thing. But it's so mm-hmm. odd to see, like, yeah. that aesthetic been used <laughs> to other purposes, <laughs> this, you know? It's a... Yeah, because he has a very specific kind of uh, feel and mood to his movies, doesn't he? So if if you're using the look but not the the mood and mm. everything else, that's that's kind of yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I need to see this now. Yeah, could... yeah. Um, well, that's kind of like what I wanted to talk about today a little bit, just because like stylized, um, or I guess Zack Snyder is a very stylized director, and so I think that's what mm-hmm. is kind of like the jumping off point whether you're for it or you're not for it not your preference um and definitely when i was watching man of steel i was like it's not as stylized as zach would have had it had he had if it was a like i think if zach snyder made man of steel today like by himself it would be like a totally different origin movie Mm -hmm. than uh than the way uh amir mockery the cinematographer who was normally does Michael Bay films and Christopher Nolan's input. Like it, it totally makes man of steel more of like a American like movie. It almost feels like, mm. and the Batman V Superman is like full Zack Snyder. And mm-hmm. I think that's when Warner brothers was like, what did, <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> Larry, L- Larry Fong being absent from man of steel is, is the main reason that I can't get into that movie. I mean, there's a lot of like, plot things that I'm not crazy about. I don't like the choice of narrative. I think if they were going to do an alien invasion story or first contact story for Superman, they shouldn't have done it from Superman's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but but all that being said, uh, the biggest thing is that I think the movie looks like mud. Like, I just think it looks like different shades of mud. Whereas you look at man, uh, look at uh, uh, Dawn of Justice, and it's just everyone was talking about how like gray and ugly that movie is, and I think they're all insane. There's so much color in 100%. that. Like, there's so much color. He is normally a very colorful director, and I mean, yeah, there is like a um, a filter over everything, yeah. but I mean, all movies have some sort color of color correction. filter to bring yeah. everything together. Yeah. But like, I I just think like Superman's costume pops Popped. a lot more, you know. All of these things just pop more. There's pops of color yeah. in his stuff normally. Mm. Um, there's also like really cool uses of 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 um, of uh, slow motion and things like that. Um, he's like very big on like iconography and and adapting that iconography. Um, and I think that Man of Steel is an ugly looking movie, and I yeah. don't think it looks anything like a Zack Snyder movie. And that to me is the biggest off putting mm. thing yeah. about it to me. Well, um, is like I I look at Krypton like in those Krypton scenes and I'm just like I don't even know what I'm looking at yeah. most of the time because it's just like brown. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> I mean, we, just shades exactly of brown. What I thought as well. It's like you spend. It's a bit like Transformers when you watch that and you're like, what am I? What am I oh. seeing? What's yeah. in front of yeah. me right now? Yep. Same. We had the privilege of being able to watch it minute by minute and pause so we can see like <laughs> yeah. the city of and Candor then we can and, talk like, about the, why the layers yeah. of the underground and what was on the surface and yeah. below and everything like that. But yeah. to the general public or you know just a normal eye, 
Yeah, you don't see yeah. it. Um, and I also yeah. do want to add, I love the use of blue in Zack Snyder movies. It's just like yes. blue makes things pop. Mm. In Zack. If you're saying that it looks like mud, which I agree, there's a very dirty haze in, in it kind mm-hmm. of kind of sense but the blues look blue it's the weirdest thing but what, what, what's yeah. the you know go and going forward i don't know was it officially that Zack snyder said or is it, i'm just getting maybe i'm just getting the vibe but like it feels as if he wants this justice league to be viewed in black and white like it seems like that's been pushed as like there's going to be a black and white rendition that you can watch and like a lot of the trailers there will be will, yeah. There is. Yeah, the Justice is Gray edition, which is going to be the black and yeah. white version of it. I think he, I don't know, maybe as a photographer, maybe he just really yeah. liked how it was in black and white. I think he saw a billboard advertising the movie before it came out, and it bothered him how saturated the the uh, the Justice League was on the billboard, and he was like, mm-hmm. that doesn't sit right with me. Granted, he still it. hasn't seen the actual movie, Uh <laughs> God forbid right, he does. Yeah. I don't know what will happen when he does. I think he will one day watch it. Oh, I don't know if I he think, should though. Like I, I, I don't fully, think he should. I yeah. fully support him not watching it because I fully, yeah. yeah. If someone's like taken over, not in a bad way, but if someone's taken over your project because you've had to step away, I'd feel so it's weird to watch it. Mm. Yeah. Although at this yeah. point though, he does it's have the yours. benefit of he's getting to do his version. So I think after it's released, he could be like, well, I can watch that other one. In comfort now. And then Christopher Nolan and Debbie Snyder come in. They're like, turn that off. Please do not. Watch it on cable with commercials yeah. or something. They're going to be like, please do not yeah. watch this at yeah. all. <laughs> For your health, do not watch this movie. Um, one more thing before we do move into Zack Snyder's Justice League. I do want to say just one thing about Man of Steel real quick. and About how, yeah, you're right about how kind of bleak and muted, I think is the term people use, uh, the color palette there. There was something that they said about... It was supposed to look not hopeful at all until you get to the scenes in Smallville when they get to the Kent farm and then it would have like, it almost looks like Larry Fong shot some of those like scenes because they wanted Smallville to look like pretty and and like the actual Mm. safe place of the entire movie. So it's like when they cut to Smallville and the Kent farm, that's when it pops with like the butterfly on the swing set and like it looks so serene looking and it's like, Okay, so the rest of the movie doesn't look as good, um, but yeah, we are we are here to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, I think for us, Nate and I, I think we're going to be calling it Justice League Minute, just because saying Zack Snyder's Justice League Minute by each individual minute is going to be a little too hard for us. So, um, and yes, it is Zack Snyder's Justice League, um, but I'm cool with just calling it Justice League. <laughs> Justice League, the um, minute cut. That's what it was going to be called before all of this yeah, happened. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, we're just going back to, we're 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 pulling the whole Dawn of Justice card that we that we yeah. played years ago. So just calling it what it is. Um, but yeah, how, uh, it's it's coming out in two weeks. Uh, it's actually happening. <laughs> how are you guys feeling going into this? Uh, <laughs> I think I was a bit I, taken aback that it's been released on like the day after St. Patrick's Day. So I was imagining like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be so hungover trying to watch that thing. Like, four <laughs> hours of like loads of action and explosions. Like, oh man, I gotta have to take it easy the night before. <laughs> yeah, but were you gonna cope a bit better when it was originally gonna be split up? I think that that's like into... that was my trepidation. I know it's it's cut into chapters now that they've they've announced the chapters that are coming yeah. out. Mm-hmm. But like, I was all for it when it was. It seemed it was going to be four separate episodes and it would, I, mm-hmm. I guess it was going to be from week to week. And I was like, that's great. Cause then you can prolong the sort of 
the hype about it and be like, yeah, you know, there's a whole month of Justice League coming here. But now it's all in the one go. That, that did take me back a bit because, like, there's no way I'm going to watch that in one go. But, you know, the benefit of streaming is you don't have to. You can stop it whenever you want. Yeah, you can hit pause whenever, yeah. Um, I, I think... The the four hour thing doesn't bother me. It's 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 so now it is a four hour movie, six chapters, of in those four hours. So there's like little title cards. So I guess if people want to stop, they have six stopping points. My mm-hmm. theory is that the the additional scenes that they shot with Jared Leto were the cliffhangers. I guess the movie would just reach a a nice stopping point, and then they would just cut back and forth to nightmare world <laughs> of jared leto and jared leto uh, nightmare joker and nightmare batman is i guess what they call them ah. and they would just do that back and forth and drop little hints of where Zack snyder wants the future of this uh of this cinematic universe to go um scott how you feeling about Zack snyder's justice league um i mean i'm i'm glad that it's coming out um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of things about it that we're, we're learning that, um, you know, everyone has been saying about it since the beginning and no one would listen to us, uh, <laughs> like how it's going to end on a massive cliffhanger. And everyone's like, no, it's not. Your information is old. That's old information. That's not true. And then it comes out like an interview with Zack Snyder, like a week ago. And he's like, yeah, no, it ends on a massive cliffhanger. This was part one of like a three part <laughs> journey. Um, and and uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, and we'll, we're never going to have a conclusion to it. And I'm like, man. <laughs> um, Hate being so, right. So, yeah. I, well, I, I mean, I do. Because I would like it to have a conclusion. Because, you know, now this is going to be, it's going to feel like a, like a hanging mm. chad. Yeah. You know, of like this, this thing that's never going to be concluded. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, unfortunate, especially after four hours. <laughs> but uh, I... I'm excited about the four hours thing, to be honest, because, you know, it, it just goes to show you how much of Zach's movie was not in the previous one. Like everyone. The thing that I hear a lot from people who are like really like anti Snyder cut is that we already saw the movie. Like it's not like the movie's gonna be suddenly be better because it, it's it's the Zack Snyder version. We already saw the movie. That was the movie. Like I don't know what you guys think this is gonna be. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. Like even if the those two hours, which isn't true, even if those two hours were all Zack Snyder footage, mm-hmm. right? There's two more two hours. hours. Yeah, two yeah. hours. That's of that's a, a movie. lot of. Yeah, that's a lot of plot. That's a lot of character. That's a lot it's of stuff. It's two movies. And we know, right, and we know for sure that the two-hour movie that was released in theaters is like 80% not <laughs> Zack Snyder footage. Yeah. So as a result, it's just like, guys, it's going to be a completely different movie. Like, I don't know what to tell. Like, the, the point of view character of the one that was released was Batman, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Uh, to a certain extent, a little bit of The Flash, but mostly Batman. Um, the thing is, like, I think about stuff like one. We know that we have we haven't met the real cyborg. We don't know what Ray Fisher's take on that character is going to be because you can't base it on what was in the Joss Whedon cut or the studio well, cut or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, <laughs> right. He's barely in it. He barely has a character. He's just sort of like there for tragedy, tragedy for tragedy's sake, and that's it. You know. And and then he used uh, the Flash as the the point of view character, and I wonder. Do we even know 
who the Flash is mm. in the Snyder version. Like, is he going to be this like sort of um, Big Bang Theory esque <laughs> character that he is yeah. in that? I doubt it. That doesn't seem like mm. Zack Snyder's vibe. So like, have we? So there's like two, at least two characters. Where we haven't actually met the real version of that. That's, that makes you curious now, By though. For then, with the um, the don't call it Flashpoint, the the next Flash movie that is coming, if that is true, then Ezra Miller's take yeah. is completely different between the two cuts. Which one will they go for when Andy Muschietti starts shooting that? Is he oh, like, yeah. is this yeah. Yeah, yeah. a third version of yeah. this guy now? Probably, probably some third. Yeah, thing. yeah, um, maybe a mixture. I would, I would yeah. easier. I suppose it probably comes down to. Yeah how well this is received maybe mm. like yeah uh, although with with I mean, all what, the like, backlash against Joss Whedon lately f- you know for good reason maybe maybe this is uh <laughs> you know set up for success already <laughs> i i think it is um i think people are going to be more open to it than they think they are because they're going to get to watch yeah. it at home yeah. it's one thing to be told that you have to sit in a theater for 4 hours and watch a movie mm-hmm. that is the defin- considered the definitive take on the justice league mm-hmm. um and and you're being forced to watch it for 4 hours and it's a version of these characters you have no interest yeah. in right and you're just like god and there's going to be three more of these or two more of these or yeah. whatever like i could understand the perspective of like not having a fun time there but watching it at home at your own pace and knowing that the this is no longer the only take on these characters that dc and warner brothers yeah. is planning on yeah. doing i feel like that takes the pressure off of it and now people can kind of meet it where it's at you know and and accept it for what mm-hmm. it is which is one guy's take on these exactly. characters and that's it yeah. that's well and that's, that's all i'm excited yes. to see because <laughs> you know? like yes i right. you know whether i love him whether i hate him whether i like his film whether i don't like his film it's irrelevant in a way i just am fascinated that this is even happening like we've had director's cuts yeah. come out i suppose what's I suppose the Alien 3 assembly cut is the closest I can think of, of like completely revamp the movie, put loads of extra things in. But this is like another step. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like this is going to be yeah, fascinating, whether you don't like it, whether you love yeah. it. Like as a piece of filmmaking, this is going to be unbelievable. <laughs> Groundbreaking <laughs> moment in cinema. I... I think I think I think a lot of them will fight it because of the subject matter of what this mm-hmm. is. It's a Justice League movie, and you know that's inherently <laughs> silly. To at a at a base yeah. level, it's inherently <laughs> silly, right? There's a guy who calls himself Batman. Yeah. It's silly, but but uh, I think that film scholars are going mm. to be studying this for a long time, and I think that film film journalists, film bloggers are going to watch this, and I think they're going to be like, oh wow, this was more intense than we ever yeah. thought it was. Mm-hmm. Like this is this was this is a completely different movie. I was not prepared for that, and I'm sure there's going to be some that are going to try and stick to their guns and be like, I mean, it's basically the same <laughs> yeah. movie, and they're going to they be still got to get their paycheck um, from but, the publication and everything. But like right, the right, movie exactly. and, and and just uh, just everything surrounding it as a whole just seems like yes. something that it should be. This is a new precedent now. It's like, hey, well, yes. you can refer back to, well, you know, the re-release of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like that, that happened. That's a thing. It was completely yeah. reworked and 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 just went back to roots and was like, yeah, okay, let's recreate it. Bing, bang, boom. Here's a new movie. You got it. It's yeah. just, I don't know. It's I pretty big. It's going to be pretty interesting it's to huge. see how this movie ages, like five or ten years, when all this context 
between all of us who have been like looking at this for the last three years and going, never going to happen. <laughs> it could happen. Oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> oh, they're putting money into yeah. it. Mm. It comes out in two weeks. Like, and then once once the movie is, is, is out there and give it five years, ten years, and let the dust settle, and people will just be like, I, my, my want is, is I hope that this movie does uh, bring awareness to like that stylized thing, that, that this is Zack Snyder's Justice League movie, and that you, know, you have Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, that, that you can look at that story and be like, this is that man's vision. Mm, yeah. That people can Tim, have these... Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. It's the same, like, like it's, right. That... Uh, the, I don't feel that same way with Man of Steel where it's like, it's not Zack Snyder's Superman. That is like the studio wanted... It's a weird transitionary it is. Yeah. between Nolan to yeah, Snyder. They wanted yes. Dark Knight Superman. Right. Man of Super Steel. That's yes. something I want the a bit kick, more of with the Marvel movies. There's been one or two. But I want the director's stamp yeah. to be put yeah. on the films. Like a lot of yeah. them are, like they're, they're all good, but a lot of them feel kind of samey. And I want to feel mm-hmm. like the the hand of the director. Mm. The, cl- the closest I've got to that. Taika Waititi gets in there. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like where, Taika yeah. Waititi's Thor. Like it's yeah. it's different. Yeah. It's James Gunn's Guardians. Yeah. Exactly the same. I, I think we're going to get more of that, uh, John Finn, because it's it's we're getting to a point now with the Marvel movies where they've already adapted all the major characters mm. that they have. And so the only ones that are left are the B, C, D level characters, and they have to elevate them somehow. And I think the way that they're going to do it is by putting like big personalities behind yeah. the camera to to like give those things like more of an identity i think that's why you're seeing like sam raimi on doctor strange too because they're like oh doctor strange we thought he was big enough to like hold his own movie just as a character and then we found out like no actually it's not like most people kind of rejected that movie or thought it was boring we actually need to bring in a director that has like a personality Mm -hmm. and a vision that is going to like elevate this to another level in order to get people interested, we basically have to James Gunn all of our movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's forward. always a good idea. I, I always like to see the director's stamp on this. Yeah. We had a, a yeah. short lived campaign yeah. just last year where we wanted Joel Schumacher to direct a Marvel movie. It's like, just, just give him a <laughs> shot. Let's see what happens. And then tragically, yeah, right. Joel Schumacher passed. But, mm. like, for, you know, when Sam Raimi was on for Doctor Strange 2, it's kind of like, yeah, well, why not? Like, just go, yeah, go get all the, the guys I, with the, who have the reputation yeah. for having their own kind of crazy takes on things and just give them a go. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. Just make them do Ant Man 3 or something, you know, just one of the ones and in as between. We've said, as we've said earlier, like, Zack Snyder really has his own sort of style, and all of, all of his yeah. movies look right. great. So that's what they've gone for. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we well, we need someone with these epic visual, and that makes perfect sense. Of course, you would get him to make a film like this. Um, yeah. And like, uh, fingers crossed for even the people who don't like the the movies um, seem to always praise like the construction of the shots. Like, oh, this looks like an epic painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> why he makes the best mm-hmm. trailers in the biz. Yeah, he does make pretty good trailers. <laughs> um, I think he makes pretty good trailers. Except for, yeah, he makes he makes amazing yeah. trailers. Um, I you know, with the exception of Army of the Dead, which is, I I I was ready for a Zack Snyder trailer, and then I watched that, and I was like. Oh, you guys just made a Netflix trailer? <laughs> yeah, Seriously? I didn't know what, for, for a Zack Snyder I, movie? I, what are yeah, you guys doing? I was a little disappointed with that trailer. I, I, after I watched yeah. it, I was like, oh, wait, was it just a teaser? It was just like a little like a little 
little sizzle reel or, yeah. or something. You know what I, I mean? I hope but, so. But um, that movie is colorful. That Army of the Dead, from what I've seen, that yeah. I was like, woo. They got like the zombie so, Elvis. So far, I was like feeling it. So far, the marketing campaign is leaning a little too heavily into like Suicide Squad, Birds of yeah. Prey marketing. And I don't know mm. what that's about. That's a weird choice. Um, but uh, hopefully a, a trailer, when, when Zach has can like switch focus mm -hmm. from this justice league cut to uh uh his new movie um i i you know hopefully he releases like his own trailer or yeah. something um because that's i was like super i was so excited for a new Zack snyder trailer and i was like <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't, it doesn't feel like an actual trailer i i totally feel the same way um yeah so yeah i i was i was kind of thinking like is there and we just we've been talking about it and I, i'm pretty sure we've already answered it but yeah i was kind of wondering like sure you have the Zack snyder fans who are just feeling like this is uh they're like hot dog in the finish line you know what i mean like this is it baby we got two weeks we're gonna enjoy it. we got everything we've we've been asking for they're gonna restore the snyder verse stuff like that what about people who don't like this like is there is there something for those people who don't like it and i think it is just the fact where <laughs> they all just like snuffed out now it's like yeah you got no argument anymore. <laughs> no i'm sure there's got to be something for people i mean you, we've been talking about it but yeah like there has to be something to look forward to even if you're not a Zack snyder fan you can be like well yeah at least we're yeah, at least stuff people, like this people love to complain right? so if you don't <laughs> like Zack snyder you have four hours of material to complain about <laughs> yeah well and also yeah. like you know it sets an interesting precedent for the future. Like, I am fully behind, as much as possible, a director getting their vision to the screen. Whether or not it's a good yes. thing or a bad thing. I, I Again, like, uh, one of my favorite uh, directors is David Lynch. And David mm -hmm. Lynch, when you watch a David Lynch movie, you're getting 100% David Lynch. Yes. Like, uh, mm -hmm. he won't let anyone interfere with that at all, to the point of him <laughs> making Inland Empire on a crappy handheld camera because he just thought, well, I'll just do it all myself. Yeah. It's fine. Well, even though the whole if, if last you... season of Twin Peaks, when they had the yeah. negotiations with the network, and there's just like, you're not going to do what I want. I just won't make the show then. <laughs> there's yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and David, that's, come that's back. That's great. Uh, like, that's, that's good for the whole industry, I think, personally, for the art of it. It does set an interesting precedent, though, for fans demanding something and getting everything they want yeah yes yeah, yeah. now that so what this reminds me of <laughs> yes it reminds me of the whole aftermath of 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 deadpool and how you know like famously suicide squad was was changed and, yeah. and cut up and, and differently because of reception of we need funny mm. now is this like following that same suit but handled better or is it just going you know there's obviously this opens up that same door and you can easily fall into that now with just people cutting up things because of the reception of it after well, yeah. i just i don't i don't think it is fans i mean you know from the outside it seems like oh wow they buckled to the fans yeah. i don't think that's what it is i think they wanted a guarantee moneymaker for hbo yeah. max I, I mean, I, I literally think if HBO Max didn't happen, this would not be happening. No. Um, and, 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 and so, like, when people say, like, ah, oh, they buckled to the fans, they gave them what they wanted, and they were so mean about it, and, like, they, it wasn't right, they shouldn't, they shouldn't get to get what they want when they were, like, being bullies or whatever. And not all of them were being bullies, just the loudest ones were. But, like, it, it's... I don't think it is that. I think it's just, you know, it's capitalism, baby. Yeah. Like, that's... that's 
that's it. You know, it's it it it's there is enough people that they're like, hey, if all of these people asking for the Snyder cut, you know, some poor intern had to go and like count how many yep. people used oh, hashtag yeah. Snyder cut or release the Snyder yep. cut or whatever, and saw like, okay, if all of these people signed up for HBO Max accounts, <laughs> holy yep. moly, put it in a spreadsheet, um, get them should, as, yeah. like, oh yeah. god, get the money in there. That's that's yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's all. Yeah. This it is. is. You're right. You're uh, absolutely right. Well, they didn't give him enough money to like change the ending. It still has like a, a, a an insane cliffhanger, um, just this insane massive cliffhanger that's never going to be resolved. And but then at the same time, if this comes out and the reception is good and the reviews are good and people like it, maybe Warner Brothers are like, wait, do you mean we could like make another Justice yeah. League movie? Because right now. They're not going to make a Justice League movie for oh, like yeah. 10 no. years. Yeah. Like, it's I not going to happen. I was wondering that, though. If this does um, they're, well, they're will, scared. They, will they relent and do another one? I think if it does well and it's received yeah. well, why yeah. wouldn't they? Or it would be like a situation where we, over the, the Tim Burton Batman side of things, had the good news recently of they're finally doing the, the Batman 89 continuation comic, like after 30-odd yeah. years. So yes. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. If, like, I think right. you will get a... The, I think Zack Snyder's plan will be seen at least through. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a comic book or something down the line where it's like I don't know if you have to, you, know, you have like like you know likeness oh, yeah. issues and things like that. You might have to like, well, this this guy looks a little less like Henry Cavill than you think. But, um, <laughs> well, the reason the reason that they they got the Batman '89 stuff is because Keaton's back in the in the bat suit again. Like that's how they got yeah, the rights to yeah. his face. Um, like so so I mean you know that's why that's happening, but. I, I just think I think that ultimately what they're what they're you know what DC is set up now is a world where they can tell any story they want and it all matters and that's the whole point is like it all matters and none of it matters it's fun yes. like just watch everybody's different takes our whole thing is going to be filmmaker mm. first and the first if that's going to be their their take on all of this the very first thing they had to do was correct this wrong. <laughs> I, um, because they can't say that they're filmmaker first and then did and then what they did what to they, this yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. Like it just yeah. and it's a good point yeah. that, that you bring the up right, about the um you know, the different stories existing side by side kind of thing. Because mm -hmm. I mean I'm looking right. at my comic books right here in front of me. I've got multiple yep. relatively recent Batman releases that have nothing to do with each other. And that's mm -hmm. perfectly Those are fine. Up, huh? Like I can, <laughs> I can read uh, my detective comics and then read I don't know what have I got here DC, all the different metal, all the different versions yeah. of oh, metal. Yeah, for yeah, instance. yeah. Heavy yeah, metal, Batman, yeah. black and white. Yeah. And all, just uh, the, yeah. the, I, I, I would be fine. thrilled if they if they just started announcing things like hey you know what we're doing uh, an adaptation of uh, the Doom that came to Gotham. And you're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, nah, yeah, it's yeah. And like Timothy Olyphant's playing Batman now. And like, I thought Robert Pattinson was playing Batman. <laughs> like, no, 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 it doesn't count. This is a, we're doing a version of this story. That's a movie by itself. And then Robert yeah, Pattinson's yeah. over there, and Ben Affleck's over there, and we're just going to keep doing things like that. Like that right. would be phenomenal, and that would be like the ultimate answer to, you know, DC had this whole thing for years and years where it, it always seemed like they were playing catch up with Marvel, where it's like they had the whole continuity yeah. thing going on. And DC tried to kind of rush that a little bit, like a lot of people say. Yes. But then the, the, <laughs> yeah. the ultimate kind of like, uh, not revenge, but a kind of like, a, well, you know, we, 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 we did our own thing. And we, it was equally successful in another direction would be to do the exact opposite and have no continuity and just be yep. like, yep, we're just doing yeah. random yeah. movies yep. with different, different stories, different actors, different directors every single yeah. time. 
And it works because we just, all know these characters. It's the same reason I don't need origin stories mm-hmm. for like Spider-Man again. It's like, I, I know he yeah. is. It's fine. I know Spider-Man is. Just get yeah. on with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think it, the Warner Brothers finally got over it when they finally did the, the CW, the Crisis on Infinite Earths. And when they got those two Barry Allens to, to talk to each other on, on cable television, yeah. I think that was just like, literally the lightning bolt that was just like, please, we got to get over that, that people might not understand why there's two flashes or the, you know, and like this, we just, once DC kind of got like this accepting of how you can have multiple iterations of something. And and I've always been like that, even with, Mm -hmm. with Batman V V Superman, Donald justice, it's like, I prefer that movie. You may not, but it doesn't mean that, that you have to think of it as like, oh, that's how they're handling the DC universe. It's like, yeah, no, because there's other stuff that you still and have. Who would have thought Flashpoint was the thing to kick it all off? Huh? <laughs> I think t- ten years ago, when someone was like, oh yeah, no, that's normal. Of course, there's different versions of it. It's like, oh wait, no, now everybody has to get caught up to this. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> shove this story yeah. down everybody's throat. <laughs> yeah. I think I've been... uh, let's see here. Oh, go for it. Now. No, I was just saying, because now we are also, on the other side, you do also have the, the incoming multiverse of madness, where I don't know what you're going to be doing, Scott, with, like, you might have more Tobey Maguire to cover. <laughs> I don't know what your policy is going to be, like, well, we're obligated to come back, or is it just like, no, we're done. We're never, ever coming back. I, I, I'm I sorry, I'm not <laughs> He is not showing up in those movies. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not going to happen. They're not the... I have I have actually I actually have an insider tip that uh, is, suggests very strongly that he is in fact not oh. in those movies. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but Scott so, could be lying. Uh, so, but we'll you know, see. We'll that's see. the thing. He could be. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it here because I don't want to do a whole thing. But I'll tell <laughs> okay. you guys. I don't want to have <laughs> the new cleanup after the fact. <laughs> so this yeah. uh, this. Uh, I don't think it's a guaranteed win for Zack Snyder yet because of of course it would be if Zack gets to for some reason gets to make a chance to continue this his story you know if it ends on a cliffhanger and they want him to make other movies that would be a success for him right you know what would be rad is if because you know we we all know that the next movie is supposed to be the nightmare movie like that's that's what the next justice league was meant to be what if he did that as like an animated mm. film or like an like 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 a like almost like anime vibes you know kind of like crazy anime film that would oh, be that would... cool that'd be a cool way to do it if they didn't want to spend like you know 400 million dollars on a nightmare yeah. movie they could do something like well, that, that would it be cheaper but i actually think that would really suit his whole aesthetic that he goes for mm. it's kind yeah, of like he... cartoony not in a, a derogatory way but it's kind of like a living animation anyway Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you mean like a comic book? Yeah, <laughs> like a comic, a comic book. book. <laughs> That's what I keep trying to tell people about Zack Snyder's Dawn of Justice is that that third act is an anime. Like mm-hmm. the entire city changes to like this apocalyptic city. All the buildings are blown up because it's apparently this part of Gotham is empty and Doomsday did his whole shockwave thing. So it, it literally transforms the scene into like this post-apocalyptic city almost looks like the dc universe online trailer 
where it's like you have Wonder Woman fighting Doomsday and Batman has to look at all this destruction of these two superheroes fighting this giant monster. And it's like, it's super anime. It's for me, it's amazing because I I love giant monsters and stuff like this, but I don't take it as like, Oh, this is dark and gritty superheroes. To me, it's like this man is making, this is a comic book. Mm, And then like even Lois Lane with her arc in Dawn of justice, like going to the Capitol and doing her, her whole detective stuff it still feels very comic booky the way that yeah. it's it's set up, but in a very good envisioned way. So absolutely, if mm-hmm. if he wanted to continue that way, I know he's working with an animation company for um, Army of the Dead, and he's done it in the past for Watchmen, the ultimate the ultimate edition. He has a Netflix animated series that he's doing right now too, isn't he? I remember that being announced Ooh. like a year ago. He's, but for not Army of the it, Dead, right? Well, it was like, no, no. It was like some like God, like gods or something like that, I thought. Like it was like Greek mythology or something like it that. It seems like he's always announcing exactly some project, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah that's that yeah, is true. Like, that is where's true. Fountainhead? Where's, uh, wasn't he doing something else? As, uh, I don't know. It's like he's, he wanted to do a King Arthur story mm. as well. Oh, yeah. yeah at this point, it's like uh, anytime Guadalajara del Toro announces he's doing something, you're just like, sure, yeah, I'll believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everything... That to me, that one's a heartbreaker. Every time I hear him announce something, oh. I'm like, it's not going to happen. But when it does happen, <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be my new favorite movie. Cause, and... I'll, still, I'll put my two cents into a Zack Snyder remake of Excalibur. Hey. That's yeah. what we talked about that. I was like, he, hey. he loves the movie so much, he might as well just do his own version of it just go back to like stick yeah. to the art to, to the mythology of it all if you want to make it arthurian what, what, you got my money what do you guys yeah. make though of the, the news again this is you know it's only early days so we'll see what happens with it but the the jj abrams superman quote unquote reboot that's coming <sighs> and like sure. have you any let excitement him, towards that or are you just like no nah. <laughs> eh, let him do what he i'm wants. excited for I, the like, other filmmaker that's involved in it but uh i don't uh, is it okay for me to say it? I don't I don't trust that guy with any IPs anymore. <laughs> no, I agree totally. <laughs> I've gone off him. Like I used to really, really like defend him and say, "Oh, he's a great filmmaker." And over the years, it's like, "Oh no, come on!" Because no. I, I've seen what Steam Abrams can do out. with Star Wars, and it doesn't work for me. Mm. It worked with mm-hmm. Force Awakens. I think Force Awakens is amazing still because it just it hits the right beats for what a reboot should be for star wars yeah he was um, trying to remind you like oh star wars is fun remember yeah <laughs> oh, it's, okay. uh, force awakens is is a really just solid movie um rise of skywalker is a different story for me but i understand what it needed to be and it's kind of that always kind of reminds me i always think last jedi and batman v superman are similar movies in the sense that they it was a director's like envision take on it and i think it was a very healthy decision and then the studio said, let's not do that. And then <laughs> yeah. let's uh, let's fix it. And then after the fact. But the way Abrams handled Star Wars the second time. And then I see the way that all these directors handled Star Wars in The Mandalorian. And then I'm like, those guys, those people get it. Yeah. Like They yeah. nailed it. They knock it out of the park episode by episode. Each director coming in and, and, and doing what feels like fan service, but also just doesn't feel like fan service it just feels like really good storytelling and i true to a vision i never got that with abrams with star trek star wars Mm. and now i don't know if he can do it with superman because i'm pretty sure well i don't think i I don't think he's gonna direct it 
like just he's to just, have the he's name. just gonna produce yeah. it. Yeah, they're they it's Put it's the name on it's the he's uh you know I think they want a a, a name to be like in charge of some of these things, mm-hmm. and I think that also you know they're calling it a reboot, but like I don't think it's a I don't think it's a reboot. I think they're just doing what they did with Joker, but yeah. with Superman just, now. Yeah. Um, and and that's fine. Like I you know a great do more awesome. of that. Please. A new Superman movie? Hell yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Absolutely. No. Yeah. No. This will. This will end up going to like a a a a, a black director, and it'll be it'll be this cool brand mm-hmm. new take on on a, on a Superman thing that we've never seen Good. before, and it'll be really cool. But I I don't think I think I think Bad Robot has more to do with it than the J.J. Abrams. They like to throw the around J.J. Abrams as synonymous with Bad Robot, but like day to day, he's not working on yeah. Bad Robot. He's you know making what he's making mm-hmm. as yeah. a director, not. Um, you know, running another, that company. He's got people who another run that um, kind of example is uh, James Gunn and how he uh, w- like his name was dropped for Brightburn and like how you know Brightburn is right. an envisioned Superman story that I think is great on its own terms. I hate the movie, <laughs> but it is what it is and it does it well. well I always feel like I, I, miss, yeah, I miss something with Brightburn because I know a lot of people really hated it and I was just like, I thought it was pretty fun. <laughs> I thought it just did what it... I, I don't think it goes deep yeah. enough. Mm. That's my problem. I, 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 think it's, I think it's a cool idea that's not executed. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. it made me feel uneasy. Yeah. Honestly, I was telling Nate about this, but I think... Homelander is the scariest villain I've ever seen to this day. I just finished the last two episodes because I've been so anxious watching the show that I can't do it sometimes. I can't watch the boys because that guy literally scares me. Like I get so like mm-hmm. like cold sweat. Like I can't do, I can't watch the show. It's too much. He, especially <laughs> too much. especially when he's being normal and nice. That's even yeah, creepier because you're like, like oh, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. Sometimes, and then the show just wants to be so rock and roll, like hardcore R, and I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't watch this show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, is there anything else that was similar beforehand that might have influenced the boys in that aspect? I suppose you had te- technically you had Kick Ass, which was kind of a similar mm, uh, vibe. It was going for all rock losers, and roll, maybe. And what was what was that one? Uh, another DC property that was made into a terrible movie. Um, the comic book was all just mercenary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of just guns and you know. Which one did you say, Nate? Thing. Losers, the losers. Mm-hmm. Oh, the losers. Yeah, yeah that makes which sense. is on HBO Max. Check it yeah. out. <laughs> it's on the DC category. Um, no, yeah. Uh, I well, we also just watched Dawn of Justice recently, and. Uh, what happens at the Capitol with uh, Senator Finch and uh, Holly Hunter's character and um, having just finished watching season two of The Boys, I kind of was like, oh, you know, I feel like this this uh, Dawn of Justice might influence some of that as well because people are now kind of taking that and being like, okay, well, you think that's evil Superman. Sh- let's show you Homelander. Mm. Let's show you Brightburn. Yep. Let's actually yeah. show you what you think you might be thinking of Cavill Superman. I, I will admit that, like, yeah, the um, the grandmother's peach tea bit. Like, I remember in Dawn of, uh, in Dawn of Justice to me, that seemed like, this seems a bit odd to see, like, a jar of piss in a Superman movie. <laughs> <laughs> but in The Boys, that would 100% works, you know? Yeah, that would 100% work. And they had their own, like, capital assassination thing happen in 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, but my other question was going to be: so if 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 this isn't a win-win situation for Zack Snyder, is this already a win-win situation for Warner Brothers? Are they already? Are they already in the money? <laughs> They've spent a lot on this, though, haven't they? In the end, it's quite. See, crazy. I, I, I have no idea how Hollywood financing works because it seems like astronomical costs to yeah. me for, for like a, you know something so like well let's hope that these. You know, streaming subscription numbers are enough to cover this. Like, I, I, like I would, I couldn't cope with that. Being the guy who'd have to like be handling that because I'd just be so stressed out <laughs> yeah. of like the level of numbers coming in and seeing like how how many hundreds of millions are going here, there, and everywhere and stuff. I had no idea how it works. I, I'm pretty sure a lot of Hollywood probably doesn't even know because they're having to adjust to a pandemic situation as well. So yeah, yeah, everything's now gone to focus on streaming services rather than. Yeah. You know, uh, the it's traditional gonna get butts and seats and stuff. Harder to, it's also going to get harder to measure because there's like four movies that come out this month for HBO Max. You've got the great Tom and Jerry movie that just came out. you got <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League. You've got uh, Kong, Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm. And then you got the Mortal Kombat movie coming after that. You <laughs> okay. had... Uh, the Black Messiah IMAX. just came out with David Kaluuya uh, or Daniel Kaluuya, um, which is another amazing movie that yeah, just came out. Really, really uh, great movie. Couple. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I, I can't even tell if Zack Snyder's Justice League is going to be a huge success because it just feels like the whole th- like if you don't have an HBO Max subscription at this point, just for anything, it's like it's a stacked, it's a stacked streaming platform. Really well, is. this is oh. a incredible. What is this going to be on over here? Because we don't have HBO Max. I think HBO Max is incoming over here. It is not. It is not officially up as a streaming service over here as yet. Because yeah. uh, rights are all over the damn place. So like, how do how do hmm. we, me and you, go about watching this? Because that, that doing... might affect the success. If you know what I mean. That does. See, that seems like a little <laughs> kind of a another crazy element to it as well. Where it's like this is a, a, a like a North American service. And that's where you're putting all your money into. And it's like, well, what about the rest mm. of the world? Like, you know. It's very limited. Yeah, so it's either. Like, um, I know that Scott, it will be out eventually, any... but it's like, yeah, but when? Like, like, I'm assuming we're just going to have to buy it, like, on Amazon? I assume so, yeah. 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 It's going to be the same situation they did with, um, you know, the same risks they ran last year. Well, the year before last year with uh, Disney Plus when that was out in North America for, like, was it like four or six months or something before it was out in the uk yeah, yeah it was a good long while yeah yeah and it was just like every single person on the internet was talking about the mandalorian and over here you could not legally watch the mandalorian <laughs> but we were but still you talking about it <laughs> everything about it and it was like this is insane that you and i know they, they had their reasons for doing it that way where like well it just we couldn't get it set up in time with all the various factors you have to you know take into account to get these things out internationally but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see. Like, you know, will they have to do? Will Zack Snyder have to come out and be like promote this cut in a couple of months' time when it launches around the world elsewhere and be like, okay, I'm back, no, talking about it again. Yeah. He put out a tweet um, about a week or so ago, and he said that um, I guess the official statement is that Warner Media announced that it would be made available worldwide in all markets except China. France and Japan, where their re- their release dates release dates are to be determined, but everyone else will be able to watch it March 18th as well, along with the U.S. Um, they said the film would be available to watch 
via one of the following options. And it, here's a whole bunch of acronyms for you, but PVOD, <laughs> so I guess like pay-per-view, mm-hmm. uh, P-E-S-T, E-S-T, S-V-O-D, uh, Law and Order SVU, okay. uh, mm-hmm. uh, HBO Linear, HBO Go, and HBO Europe, and HBO Asia Territories. Mm. Does that mean any, from, anything from to you guys? PPE as well. No. No, you're going to have to tell me. I don't think we have any of those. <laughs> I don't know what any of that meant. I think I'm so, going to go, we'll on the see. day it comes out, I'm going to Google Zack's yeah. Justice how League. How do I watch this? Snyder Cut how and do, see how what to stream Zack Snyder Justice League. Because, like, <laughs> actually, no, another thing, Niall, it might actually, come to think of it, HBO have a sort of running thing with Sky TV over here, don't they? Yeah, the because, Sky Atlantic, yeah, is their, yeah. their European... Or at least the English counterpart is Sky Atlantic, yeah. That's what they were putting Game of Thrones on. God, yeah, I bet you haven't heard that in a while. Game of Thrones. Nobody talks <laughs> yeah. about that anymore. But no. um, that's what they were putting all of that kind of stuff on. But that's included in your Sky TV package. Mm. So you don't pay extra on top. But I imagine they would want you to for this. So Yeah, you think it would know. be like the... Um... The Raya and the Last Dragon situation now, where it's like you can watch that oh, now if you got thirty bucks yet. or twenty quid, but otherwise you're gonna have to wait. Like you think, if it's just gonna appear on Sky Atlantic in your Sky subscriptions elsewhere in the world, it's like you're not getting new, you're not getting new money out of that. You're just yeah. getting people who are already who have already signed up. So yeah, yeah, I'd be very curious to see what they actually end up doing with that. But um, mm-hmm. Scott, how do you uh, how do you think it will be for for Warner Media? Um, I mean, I think I think it's ultimately a, a, a win-win. I think it's leaning into the the decisions that they're making about their new creative direction, um, which is uh, you know uh, sort of authorial um, in its intention. And I think I think yeah, I think this is the the first step to making that their new um, modus operandi. Is they have to release this because if they didn't, they would be you know, I mean. That's <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. um, uh, so so I'm glad I'm glad that they're they're doing it. So, yeah, I think it is. I think it is a win win. And I mean, what what was the final total on this? 70, 70 million. Yeah. Is that what it was? 70. That's, you know, all, all things considered, like that's not much because they'd already written off the rest of the cost of this in the previous cut yeah. of the Justice League, you know. And so, you know, they're going to be able to turn around 70 million dollars. That's that's uh, let's see off the top of my head. That's 4.6, uh, 4.6 million subscribers in one month, and you make up the seventy yeah. million dollars. So, like, that's not mm. much yeah. um, in terms of like, you know, uh, how many people. And I'm sure the people that are signing up for this are going to be signed up for longer than that, assuming that they're signing up. Hopefully, this isn't like, you know, doesn't break a record for the most pirated movie of all time because um, that would be the only way that this would bite mm. them in the yeah. ass. Um, is if uh, at the end of the day, you know, everyone who was wanting it doesn't actually want to pay for it. They just want to pirate it because they're like, I paid for the version I didn't like, so I'm not going to pay for this one. I am owed this. That would piss me off. I think that would be... The revival of LimeWire. That would honestly piss me off if that's what happened to it. Like, uh, even more so, like, it could go the Game of Thrones route, be dropped, and then people don't talk about it ever again. (laughs) <laughs> that to me would, is a sad death for. It's a sad death for Game of Thrones, but it'd be a sad death for uh, for Justice League if it if it came and went like that. Because um, people still talk about mm-hmm. Dawn of Justice to this day, so I don't think we're having. And Zack Snyder is such a 
polarizing director. I'm sure. I'm sure Twitter is going to be a great place to be in uh, in two weeks. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. going to be. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to uh, completely ignore it. I think because the people who love him are going to go overboard. The people who hate him are going to go overboard. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that one, a... that single image of Jared Leto and that crown of thorns spawned like about a week. Oh. A week of solid talk from people. <laughs> it's like the yeah. single see, image of them. And see, like, I hate the Joker as a character. I'm so done with it. I'm done with... <laughs> I was done with the, the movie, the Todd Phillips movie. I, I can't stand Joker. But that doesn't mean that when I... Like, I see that Joker say, oh, we live in a society in the trailer and stuff like that. I still don't like Joker. But to me, that is me not liking that mm. character and like that's what I'm supposed to be feeling, right? Like, yeah. so when people are like laughing about it and say like, "Oh, they got Joker to say we live in a society," so Zack Snyder, it's like, yeah, it is. It is like I, I would, I, to me, it's, just, it's like, of course, <laughs> of course, he would do that. That's just the whole thing about it. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. I'm also fully convinced that um, Jared Leto knows oh, yeah. exactly what he's doing. Oh, one hundred percent, and is. And is doing these things because he's like, oh, they're not going to be able to shut up about me. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, and and I'm gonna and in that time, I'm gonna sign on for three more 100%. movies. So jokes yeah, on them. Exactly. Like, yeah. you Listen, know. I'm a 30 Seconds to Mars fan. That guy is a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember when he yeah. come back from uh, like last April or May or thereabouts? But he came back from like a month long like meditation retreat. And he had no idea that there was a pandemic going on. Like it was like he, <laughs> he just arrived. Like, like, what, 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 like, <laughs> what a guy! What a guy! I was like, why can't you just be normal, Leto? What the hell? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, the thing, that, as much stick as people gave that uh, that image of him in the Crown of Thorns, though, from seeing a lot of the sort of uh, hard edge, you know, slicing his own face off uh, and then wearing it as a mask version of the Joker we've had in the past, like. 20 odd years in comics to me it was like yeah but i can imagine the joker doing that as well like people yeah. landed on Zack snyder like oh god this edge lord asshole look at this thinks it's so cool but i immediately was like it could you could take it that way or i i just thought it looks like something the joker the more modern versions of the joker would do so well like, plus, the, yeah, the joker but... always does silly over the top crazy sort of displays doesn't he? And that's, mm-hmm. that yeah. seems to be what he's doing in that image. Like it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It just of needs course, to be more is. grotesque. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it's course. like yeah. You, I can't be upset that Joker's dressed up like Jesus in a post-apocalyptic world because that is like, such a joke. If that's an injustice skin, I need it right now. <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I do, I am behind the idea though, like that, and I've said it multiple times, but like no, after this, no more Joker on screen for like. At least ten years. Yeah, Give yeah, me ten yeah. years I'm without that you. character. <laughs> like, yeah. and I love the character, I, I, but I've had enough. Yeah, yeah. It, drastic it's... oversaturation of a, of a of an IP. It's just like got popular, way too popular. What in two thousand and eight, and then since then it's been like, okay, yeah. you, need to, you need to pump the brakes on this guy a little bit. Right. He works well yeah, in moderation. Thanks, hot topic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then yeah. meanwhile, Margot Robbie has to fight tooth and nail for like a Birds of Prey sequel or Harley Quinn sequel. It's like. Mm. It's like uh, it sounds like it's not going to happen, doesn't it? At the moment, at least, right? But doesn't it seem like Jared Leto showing up in another movie sounds like easy as pie, right? It sounds like, (laughs) and it's like, come on, give us the siren sequel we want. As someone who was managing a movie theater when that movie came out, 
um, in a in a big mm. movie theater in L.A. <laughs> um, uh, they they really screwed up mm. the marketing on that movie because they should have just they should have from the beginning called it Harley mm-hmm. Quinn and the yeah. Birds of Prey. Not the stupid <laughs> birds of prey colon the emancipation like it's so so like it's just so stupid and it's and it's a it's a title that most people are gonna see and roll their eyes at and be like well that's a movie I never have <laughs> yeah. to watch um like they should have just leaned into it being a Harley Quinn movie first and a birds of prey movie second because mm-hmm. that's what it was and advertised as such like even the trailers made it feel like harley quinn like found the birds of prey and it's but it's a birds of prey movie it's not a harley mm-hmm. quinn movie promise you know and no that's not true that's a lie it's a harley quinn movie it, it always it felt as you're watching it too because um, they don't it, become the birds of prey until the very end like you literally could have yeah, just right, called yeah. it harley quinn and then right. at the end it would have been like now we're the birds of prey and then the comic book fans would have been like oh right. there you go i didn't know what we're, we're setting up that yeah yeah yeah, you didn't even need Birds of Prey in the title, really. But, like, Harley Quinn should have been first and foremo- foremost yeah. in the title, and that movie would have would have made twice yeah. what it made in theaters. Harley Quinn and a very eccentric um, Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Done. Yeah. <laughs> Working they, tried to, they tried to fix it by calling it Harley Quinn Birds colon of Birds of Prey about <laughs> yeah. two weeks yeah. after it was released. And that nothing happened with that. Like we didn't get new marketing materials or anything like that. That was just like, yeah, we're calling it this now. And I'm like, are you it's, though? Because it's so odd. Everything else is the same. The same thing that happened with the title. I like. I but, do. Yeah, right. At the same time, if you don't know it's a Harley Quinn movie, you're gonna stop reading halfway. <laughs> so mm. I agree. Like, <laughs> put Harley Quinn first, and then put all the others nonsense after. It's fine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been great as like a sequel if it was Birds of Prey, a movie, and then there was a sequel, Birds of Prey 2, and The Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. It would be like, okay, we're introducing Harley Quinn into this one, but it's a Harley Quinn movie. It's a good movie. I love that movie. I've seen it so many times. Mm -hmm. It's a phenomenal movie. But yeah, that's another thing where it's like, are we ever going to get a sequel? Mm, Don't count on it. And it's like, oh, but Jared Leto's showing up as Joker again? Come on. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Sign him on. Hey. Bust him out here. Hey, at least he's um, the tattoos. <laughs> yeah, I, remember, I remember too, uh, before Birds of, like, well, well before Birds of Prey came out, uh, talking on Facebook about, like, I was speculating who would they cast as Roman Sionis. And I remember, Scott, you, you were very adamant, like, it has to be an Italian American guy, because it's an Italian American. And then, like, yeah. they went so far in the other direction. I was expecting some outrage to come to your like, Oh my God, you're just, you're trouncing on my heritage, man. Come on. Well, what bothered me is like Ewan McGregor is perfect for Etrigan, and oh. and the fact that they don't cast oh. him as Etrigan is oh. that like <laughs> he even looks on. like, like Jason what Blood. What's going on here? Yeah, I know, I know. Like, get, give him the British guy what role, like Etrigan. Like, come on, Jason Blood. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Oh, I don't that's know. perfect. Well, that's yeah. another thing that they can't get off the um, ground, and and I'm hoping like these kind of elseworld like stories that hopefully everyone can get on the same page of just being like, yes, we can have these different imaginative worlds of, of DC comic books or even Marvel comic books that we can like finally green light a justice league dark movie and be okay with what it is. And like, stop being like, how's this the world that Superman that I know lives in? It's like, yeah. it's not your Superman world. Cause you're not making the movie dude. Exactly. Like, like, I know here. I brought up my Just comics, but I've, I've got one sat here, here right in front of me. Deceased dead planet. Nothing yeah. to do with any of the other mm-hmm. bloody ones. <laughs> 
It's great. It rules, though. So why That's can't awesome. they yeah. just do just do separate things? I know we've said this a million times, but we all yeah. know ninety percent of these characters. We don't need well, to have th- them set up. Mm-hmm. Just that's like here, you got Constantine on the front of this issue. Maybe introduce him. Some people might not know him, but you got your Batman and your Superman. Every bloody person knows them. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's I was fine, like, yeah. thinking that too. In in retrospect, it might uh, if they do do things like that. It might actually free up um, what's at the time seemed like a problem when they couldn't get Henry C- uh, Cavill to do his cameo for Shazam. Yeah. Uh, all the disputes that were happening there. But now that he's not in that, you can also say Shazam's its own. It's its own universe now because it has no. You didn't see anyone from the extended DC, you know, yeah. EU. So you could be like, yeah, we we can cast our own version of Wonder Woman in there. We can cast our own Superman now. Yep. If we want to bring them in, we don't have to get in like the big guns. We can just get in. Hey, you know, freaking some other guys playing those those characters now. So they could yeah take the negative yeah. as it was back then. Because I didn't mind it, but like I loved Shazam the movie, but yeah. It yeah. was a bit awkward no, at the end when the, the, the cut-off head and stuff were like, that's clearly supposed to have been Ken be careful, but they couldn't get him. Uh, but now, yeah. spin it into a positive yeah. and be like, no, we can, we, now we're the, the, the strings are off. We can do whatever we want. The problem yeah. is trying to convince a certain group of people that that's fine. Like, uh, I'm not defending this game because it was crap, but the Marvel Avengers game that came Oh, out, yeah. yeah. Yeah, as soon as some uh, video and screenshots and stuff was released to that before, you know, before it came out, uh, people were complaining, like, that doesn't look like Tony Stark. It's like, you mean that doesn't look like Robert Downey Jr.? Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a, another thing that, uh, as a as a DCEU fan, like a, a huge fan of this DC, I mean, we, I do a podcast about it. Welcome to the show. We've been listening for like an hour now. Um, Shazam, amazing movie. But it was like having to convince yeah. the other DC fans that this could be someone, this is someone else's envision it's not mm-hmm. Zack snyder's world here like it's in the right. same universe but well, like that's the thing that's the thing you call them dc fans but there's the Zack, Zack snyder, snyder fans yeah zealots that's that i difference. have to fight with it's like it's like dc fans are, are aware that there are uh, lots of different tones yeah. in the in the dc universe and, yeah. um yeah and shazam rules yeah. shazam's my favorite mm. dc movie uh, of this, like, since I, you know, Batman yeah. Returns. Um, since Batman Returns, this is that was probably my favorite DC movie. I, I love it to pieces. Um, though, if I was in Henry Cavill's shoes, I wouldn't have done that cameo either. I mean, that was <laughs> it was like a BS cameo. <laughs> uh, give me something a little more substantial than coming in with a lunch yeah. tray. Come on. Um, you, you could I, just, I do, uh, uh, could just no, that movie... Luke Skywalker him like the Mandalorian, you know, just just uh, CGI him <laughs> in. It's fine. Everybody liked that. That was that great. was the weirdest situation for me when like the whole build up to him coming in. I was like, is that Luke Skywalker? And then when he took off the hood, I was like, is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> is that Luke Skywalker? <laughs> oh yeah, it is. <laughs> how mad do you think? How mad do you think everybody is at Warner Brothers who worked on the the studio released Justice League that uh, the 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 way that technology has moved to do this like face mimicking thing where they're just like God if we had that technology in 2017 this whole mustache scenario wouldn't have been an issue oh, at all. I... <laughs> Instead, they had to re- animate his stupid lip, and it looks ridiculous. When meanwhile they could have done like you know. 
that oh, like what they I, did I on the is, though, the, noticed, um, in the beginning. I wonder if I would have noticed better. it right if I didn't know because I went in knowing that they'd done that, so I was looking for it. Like, like oh, I, I think you, like, I think you instantly would have known. So like the opening like shot, said. it was like, yeah, what the first shot. Yeah. It's the first yeah. shot. Although to be um, fair, I love it. I think yeah. like it added so much to the movie because I, I just take the studio cut as Justice League as being very goofy fun. And the fact yeah. that like mm. Superman has a very <laughs> terribly CGI'd out mustache in it only adds to that for me. Like every time I'm watching it now, I'm like, there it is! Oh my god, it's fantastic! To, uh, to me, it looks sabotage because oh, I mean, I I've seen. I mean, we had Tron Legacy yeah. pull stuff off in 2013 that was just like believable. I was like. It's hey, pretty good. I, yeah. yeah. So when they were like, oh, we'll CGI Superman's face, I was like, it can't be that bad. And then every time I watch it, I go, it's bad. It is really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, guys. You're talking like, what, to, uh, 25 million that was put in for that or something? And it's like, there are kids yeah. doing deep fakes. There are people making the Luke Skywalker one better. Yeah. Yeah. You know? there are loads of them are better. I've seen right. like, and it's like 10. <laughs> what yeah. do you do? What is going on here? How does someone approve this? Um, even uh, Tarkin from Rogue One came out before Justice League, and that's that's I'm cool with it. Well, but they they the problem was that they didn't want to lose their release date, and so like what they should have done was push the movie back a year, but they didn't, and so as a result, everything was crunched. So the twenty five million dollars was not spent on animating that lip; it was spent on a thousand <laughs> people animating yeah. a second of that lip. Um, you know, that was that maybe, was the maybe problem. they should have CGI'd a mustache uh, onto him but... in every scene instead. Yes, <laughs> mm. I feel like yeah, that would have been yeah. the perfect yeah. solution. Just been facial hair. Superman's just give him a beard. It makes perfect sense as well. It's like yeah, give him a beard because he's, he's he was, been dead for a while. You know, yeah, yeah, you're dead. Yeah. You grow. Yeah. Like, he had a beard in Man yeah. of Steel, and he was smoking hot in that one. I mean, granted, oh, he was yeah. on fire, but you know, like it's. It's like, man, done. give him the facial hair. Should have went yeah. in the other thing. Like my, my biggest yeah. takeaway from that uh, Enola Holmes movie was when Henry Cavill showed up in that like, old Victorian era suit, and I was like, oh, that, that man movie rocks. He, but that guy that just movie. poured into clothes. He's like, oh my god, yeah. he's so he's so goddamn good looking. It's insane. Yeah. That's why yeah. I, I think he would have been a, he would have been a good Bond, but uh, that's oh, not going to happen. Could happen. Hey man, it's where's my happen. man from Uncle sequel? Oh, yeah. I love where's that man from Uncle. Everyone else seemed to hate it. Why did? Give me why? That. Well, where's that? I don't know. We'd have to recast at least one of those roles. <laughs> <laughs> He's always got like these different American accents, which I really love uh, <laughs> that he can do. He's, he yeah. does it very well, but. You know, he's got The Witcher now. He's in the money. I can't blame him. People like their, yeah. people like their Geralt. Um, I, it was a good show as well. I, I, so I, I like the yeah. first season. We haven't seen the second one yet, listeners. I don't know when the hell it's coming out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Beats me. Um, they just started shooting it like a couple bef- of months ago. Before so. Be we wrap up the show, I am just going to uh, talk a little bit trailer talk. We're going to be just looking over uh, the couple trailers. We're watching the DC fandom. This one came out first. I guess this isn't the official trailer anymore. The official trailer came out recently, and we'll watch that and look through it. But um, I just wanted to get your guys' snap takes, um, things that might have you the most excited to see, or uh, what is it about Zack Snyder's Justice League that you might be looking forward to the most? Uh, we'll go with, uh, how about John? How about you go first? With what I'm looking forward to the most? Hmm. It's more, it's, it's more the very idea of it is what I'm looking forward to. It's not an individual element like, oh, I just want to see this bit, that bit. I just want to see 
what the difference is, what Zach was planning, uh, and the sort of fallout of it, I'm very intrigued by. Like, will it affect things going forward for other directors, other films? That's that's my main thing I'm very excited about. Like, I, I will probably watch this day one, though. Like, I'm going to okay. be there. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll try and watch it one sitting as mm. well. I'm not going to break it up into the chapters, like we said. I'm going to try and just sit and watch the whole thing. <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm intrigued mm-hmm. to see the difference in tone. Uh, like, will yes. uh, Zach isn't as dour <laughs> as people make him out to be. He does have some no. light moments. So I'm intrigued to see which light things he's keeping or which new ones he's bringing, which ones he's discarding. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very. I, I think the tone is is a big thing that people are going to have to come to terms with and just how different of a movie it is because sure people might be like oh it's the same movie because he's still got steppenwolf on themiscara and stuff like that but it's it's what how it's done differently Mm -hmm. what that steppenwolf does versus the one that we saw three years ago and how the editing Mm -hmm. changes the tone of that movie is make it completely different at least I, i mean it has to be it has to be different well, the, didn't the the actor who played Steppenwolf said his dialogue was completely oh, yeah. different yeah, from yeah. from yeah from the reshoots? Like he came in and did VO, and all of his dialogue was different, like a hundred percent. So it's going to be a completely I can't different. Pronounce character. his name? I feel yeah. like you guys could pronounce his name. I think he has like an Irish name or something like that. Um, the Kieran Max Hines, isn't it? Does Steppenwolf? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kieran <laughs> Hines, like he's, he's he's quite famous over here. He's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a known actor. Yeah. So. I only know him as Mance Raider from Game of Thrones. So mm-hmm. um, I think he was uh, was he in Ghost Rider? I think he was. I want to think he was like Mephisto or something in Ghost Rider. But really? It's been that long since I've seen it. Like I don't have to quickly look that up. Actually, has anyone watched that movie more than once? <laughs> no no uh niall what are you most excited about uh, or, or uh you know excited oh yeah about? so yeah kieran hines to... played mephistopheles in uh, uh ghost rider spirit of vengeance there you go <laughs> uh well that's the one i didn't see. but uh i think i'm most looking forward to actually is i'm very curious to see now uh well one dynasty kiersey clemens is uh, iris west just because love that actress want to see her in more things and uh, to see what, you know, I don't know how long that scene she's in is going to be, but, you know, um, looking forward to it anyway. I'm really curious to see just what the, con- you know, the continuing development of Zack Snyder's rendition of Superman. Because when I first saw Man of Steel, I think like a lot of pe- people, I was kind of taken aback. It's like, this isn't the Superman that I know. This is a, is it, like, I was kind of, you know, slightly outraged. It's like, this isn't like the character I expected at all. Like, he is a bit, but, you know... There was a lot of it that was like, this doesn't feel like Superman to me. Uh, and then at the end of the Whedon version of Justice League, he kind of slots more into like, that's more of like your traditional Superman. But the thing with Zack Snyder's well, you know, rendition that I've grown to accept over the years is that, well, he's not, he didn't show up whole cloth and was just like, mm-hmm. I am instantly Superman. He was developing yeah. over time and the character was going through an arc that was supposed to go over a series of films. Uh, and now, so yeah. you know, when we get him back from the dead this time, what what's his what's Henry Cavill's Kal El gonna be like? Like you know, how's he gonna differ from Josh Whedon's version? And um, yeah, that, I'm very curious now to see the ongoing development of that rendition of Superman, basically. Uh, so again, taking the thing that I previously thought was negative, but now it's a positive for me. It's like I want to see how will he now will he morph into a more you know traditional quote unquote Superman. Uh, or you know where where else are they where they plan to take the character? Yeah, 
absolutely i think don't let the don't let the black suit derail too much i know a lot of people might see a black suited superman and wish for a more traditional looking superman on film but it's more so like he's reborn again like how how has he changed as a person but like that shouldn't even need to be an explanation. It's just that's, <laughs> I can't tell you that. That's, that's so okay. people need to learn Love to it. watch Great. and read film. Come on, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, it's in front of you. It's right there. There's a whole story of it. It's it, just pick up a book. Yeah, yeah. Scott, uh, Scott, how how you feeling about uh, about Zack Snyder's Justice League? What do you what do you look most? What are you looking forward to the most? Words. I think I'm most looking forward to the new God yes. stuff um, in addition to getting, you know, getting to see like Ray mm-hmm. Fisher go all out as Cyborg um, because I wasn't remotely impressed with him in the original cut. But, you know, that's not a real movie and that wasn't a real <laughs> that's not a real movie um, as we've all <laughs> as we've all learned. I mean, is it? Is it? No. I mean, I don't think it is. I haven't watched um, it since theater. And, I mean, I I debated yeah, yeah. and I told Nate. Nate shot this down, but I said Justice League Minute was going to be like Minute One was going to be Minute One of both films, and we would have to watch both <laughs> and talk oh. about oh both. And uh, I think that sounds like a logistical. It sounds yeah, like a nightmare for the K. <laughs> two two yeah. hours of a logistical yeah. nightmare for being <laughs> real. Yeah, yeah, and then two hours of uh, of a regular, <laughs> yeah, right? uh, a regular shit, a, a regular yeah. nightmare, which Sounds is great. every movie's five minute show. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and then I'm I'm also um, anxious to see if Ezra's take on Barry is different mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. take that we saw in that original cut, uh, because I really hated it in the original cut. I I don't like what they chose to do with his character um, in that version. I don't like the the take that he had on it, but I don't know that that's what was original, originally envisioned by Zack Snyder. And so I'm, I'm very anxious for that. Um, in general, I'm just looking forward to more Dawn of Justice mm-hmm. vibes. Like, that's what I want. Because I'm on the record over and over again. I really, really do not like Man of Steel. I just watched it, like, less than a week ago. It didn't change my mind. If anything, it reinforced my opinion of that movie. Um, really, really dislike it. But Dawn of Justice rules. And every time I watch it, I like it more and more. And I think it's crazy that there are people who legitimately, I don't think they legitimately believe this, but they like to say that they do, that it's oh, the worst yeah, movie yeah. ever made. And I just like, you guys are <laughs> insane. Like, that that you think that you can watch this and think that this is the worst movie ever made. Are yeah. you insane? Um, so, so I just think, I think people need to meet these movies where they are, not where yeah. you want them mm-hmm. to be. Cause that's not fair exactly. to anybody yeah. and just watch the movie as it is and accept it for what it is. And I think I'm hoping that people will be able to open their hearts to it a little bit more because the pressure isn't on its shoulders like it was before where, you know, it was the only interpretation of these characters that were in theaters when these were things were yeah. originally happening. You know, and I think that's what rubbed people the wrong way. It was like, oh, I'm going to have to wait 10 years to get an, a, an adaptation of these characters yeah. that I enjoy. Um, and I think that was what was upsetting them more than the movie itself. And now that they know that that's not true, I'm hoping that they're able to accept it for what it is, yeah. um, because I did. And you know what? Uh, life is better. <laughs> this way. It's uh, it's it's easy going. Uh, it's it, you get to watch a fun movie. That, you know, despite what people think, 
I, you know, I don't, it, people like to think that the tone takes itself very seriously. I don't think it's taking itself seriously. I think it's taking itself earnestly. And that earnestness is more based in, um, you know, what this guy enjoys and what this guy, the types of stories that this guy is interested in telling. And my problem with the dark and gritty stuff is when it doesn't feel earnest. To me, Man of Steel doesn't feel earnest because it's not. It's not Zack Snyder. It's Zack Snyder being forced into a Nolan-shaped mm -hmm. box. And there's no yeah. earnestness in that. And I think that that rubs me the wrong way every time I watch it. Whereas Dawn of Justice feels pure, and now yes. this feels pure. And I'm much more interested in something pure than I am um, something forced into a, a box that doesn't yeah, belong absolutely. In. I think... The fact that they are officially calling it Zack Snyder's Justice League is a win for both sides yeah. of people. Like the Zack Snyder fans get to say, yeah, it is Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then the people who don't like it can say, that's Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> I can have my own Justice League elsewhere. Oh, that's elsewhere. a good point. That is really <laughs> smart of them. It's win-win. Like, and yeah, they can finally just be like, that's that. And you can have your own. We have mm -hmm. two flashes. They shook hands. We're in the money. They can do anything now. Um, and I, I think it's fantastic. I, th I think it was, I'm so glad that they are just able to give it that name to kind of just solidify that they're, they're different interpretations. And we, when we were doing Suicide Squad Minute, uh, we had Chris Ayers on. He's a regular guest on the show. He's, he did a podcast called mm -hmm. The People versus Batman versus Superman, which was like, um, at the time, Batman had just Batman v Superman had just came out. It was highly controversial. He really didn't like the movie. Uh, but then when we were talking about Suicide Squad, he was saying that he just recently revisited Dawn of Justice, and he he's like, I do like it. I, he's I was I won't say I came around to it, but I do see it as this this take on it, and mm -hmm. I can I can appreciate it for that. And it was like that's all that we should be asking for. No one should be saying your preference in how superheroes should be handled is wrong and my preference is right. It is just mm -hmm. your preference, my preference. And you if know. it's the same preference, then cool. We can agree on something. And if it's not, listen, I think Superman and Lois TV show kicks ass. I think it's amazing. I think they're doing, you know, I don't think it's perfect either, but I think it's great for what, how they want it to go. And I think how Zack Snyder wants his Superman to go is fine. And if someone wants to do Brightburn, that's fine too, uh, I guess. <laughs> it's not for me, but hey, you want it to be a thing. so yeah. Not everything has to be for you or for me. Yeah. Right. That's the thing that people no. don't yeah. seem to understand. I think yeah. that's, that's the hardest and thing. People, people also to seem to want everything that comes out to be the best thing ever. And if it's not the best movie or the best TV show ever, then it's crap. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, there's there's right. a thing called nuance. Something could be a seven mm -hmm. out of ten. That's fine. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But like anyway, a, let let yes. movies yeah. be fine. I'm sure there's someone out there who's <laughs> expecting this movie to change their mind about Zack Snyder, and it's not going to change your mind about Zack Snyder. This is going to reinforce your opinion that you already have about Zack Snyder. You just have to be. You have to be well. <laughs> But but I I'm gonna I'm gonna Go push back it. on that a little bit because I know a lot of people who say Batman v Superman is a terrible movie and I'm like did you see the ultimate cut and they look at me like 
I look at people when they ask me if I've seen the Daredevil director's <laughs> cut, which is no better. It's just longer. It's a god awful movie. And I and 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 uh, but but you know, they're just like, why would I want to watch a movie I hate but longer? And I'm like, because you it's, won't hate it's, it. It's, it's a better not the same movie. movie. Like it it it's it's. Yeah, it's a better movie. It's a movie that works on every level. Even if you don't like the choices it's making, you can see where the choices are yeah. coming yeah. from yeah. in this version. It's complete. It's whole. Um, it's there. And, and so my theory is that these people are going to watch this Zack Snyder's Justice League because it's like a cultural thing that's happening, right? It's in pop culture. It's everywhere. They're going to watch this, and I think they're going to be like, well, I don't like the aesthetic of it or anything, but like it was a real movie. Like I, I, I could understand what was happening. I understood the motivations of it. I didn't like how long it was, but like it was better put together. Is the ultimate edition like that? And then they'll go back and watch the ultimate edition for the first time and realize that, oh, Zack Snyder was never the problem in yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't like Dawn of Justice when I first saw it in theaters. I remember, you know, watching it and then getting in my car and then being like, I had to see it again. There's a lot of things that like kind of just like hit me, and it's the same way I felt about Age of Ultron when I saw it in theaters and leaving the theaters going, what was that? What did I watch? And then now I watch Age of Ultron, and I'm like, it's still got some problems, but I kind of like it. Mm. <laughs> um, so I think that, uh, I think that you know, we're, because we're all guys now, you know, we're getting on in years. Uh, I think you do get like... Uh, the older you get, the, the, as time passes, your perspective of things do change. And like... I wouldn't be surprised in like you know a couple of years down the line, you probably will get articles popping up on the internet going like, you know the the you know the original uh, edit of Justice League isn't that bad or something like that. You know people because yeah. you know particularly as guys who we just covered you know Batman Forever, and the amount of videos and articles I've seen popped up now saying but there's one big one came out this week just like Joel Schumacher's misunderstood masterpiece Batman Forever and stuff. I... Twenty five years later, people are now saying like, oh hey, turns out that's actually a pretty good movie. And like I've even experienced myself of like like I didn't like the Tim Story Fantastic Four movie when it came out, and then I saw it again a couple of years ago, and I was like, you know what, actually I didn't mind that. That was actually pretty. That was pretty good. Um, so I think yeah. I always encourage people, if you're not going in looking to hate something, if you're not there to actively find something to hate, mm -hmm. if you give it time, I think you maybe it's just the you know the passing of ages or whatever. Just as you get older, you just start yeah. to ease up in these things. And you, if you grow to accept them, you can sort of make peace with a lot of things, even if you, you know, the things you're always going to hate in your life forever, of course. But um, I, th I, th I think that, you know, I'll be very curious to see in like six years' time where the standing of the just the two Justice League movies are, where yeah. what the cultural lexicon about them is is like, absolutely. Um, yeah. Hey, I'm I, I'm one of those people who thinks that everyone should give uh, Green Lantern director. It's not that bad. <laughs> that first I thing I, I really, did when I got HBO it's, Max, watch yep. watch Green Lantern extended cut. Yeah, pretty good movie. Pretty good yeah. movie. It's it's really not no. as bad it's as you fine. remember it being. Yeah. Um, if anything, it, really, it feels really like really a really cops, high yeah. budget CW like like show. Like it, yeah, because like, it just yeah, yeah Mark Same uh, Guggenheim. Uh, yeah, it just yeah. Like, it just has like it has With that Berlanti, like yeah, it has that CW drama ness, but it also mm -hmm. like I mean yeah. Ray Ryan Reynolds kills Big it. Budget. Mark Strong kills it. It's Mark Strong. It's Mark really Strong Mark kills yeah. it. Nate, uh, running short on time. Yeah. We're going to wrap up here soon. But, Nate, I just want to get uh, your snap take real quick. What are you excited for in this 
And uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for. The I'm sure I'm gonna be hearing it for be 240 episodes, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll be talking about it a lot. So leaving uh, Justice League in the theaters, Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon Justice League. I f- just felt like I nothing was complete. I didn't like. I felt like walking out was like, well, that's not what I uh, signed up for, mm-hmm. kind of. And it was a quiet it was car ride. A little, home, I remember. Yeah, it was a little off-putting where it was just like, I just didn't. That didn't feel. Like, that's what it was supposed to be. Uh, clearly, there was obviously the news of the changes and stuff before the movie came out and everything. Um, but still going into it, I had this mindset of, I'm still going to see the sta- same, like, storyboard-esque of what was supposed to happen, right? <sighs> not not really. And now it's really just like, yes, we're getting a cliffhanger, but I'm still getting the continuation of this story that I've been talking about for the past three years you know it's it's a culmination of all of that now coming to fruition it's it's good it's cool i'm excited about it just period it really i really am all all of it i'm ready to see this justice league that i hope to see three years ago but you know had to wait yeah absolutely i think yeah uh two two characters that i felt like I was personally robbed of not seeing what what they were going to do was was Ray Fisher cyborg was a huge mm-hmm. one it's like don't tell me it's the heart of the film and then when I see it yeah that, I, re- I remember sitting in the car being telling you be like so no Gotham stuff huh? like, like no Gotham know. universe no football scenes huh? yeah no yeah. and that was the biggest thing I was like I'm waiting to see the football scenes. <laughs> yeah like, I don't care about sports but waiting Ray to see Fisher the, doing the, the cyborg break. Vic Stone story that was what was uh, that was what we were yeah. really looking forward to. That was the new character. That was the story. Yeah, yeah. and you need, and then the you other need some of that in there. Yeah. The other thing was the the redirection of of Lois Lane as a character. Like when people tell me that they prefer like this theatrical cut that came out three years ago, I'm like, you're telling me the way that they have Lois Lane depicted and the jokes and the it just like it it's like it's unethically not a good movie i can't get behind it i can't be like that you can't tell me that yeah. it's in a better direction the way that they they cut down lois lane like that i everyone in that theatrical cut looks like they're there by yeah. gunpoint and they basically yeah. were so it really does you know really does. Oh, i'm gonna watch well, yeah. it with that in my mind now <laughs> oh the lois lane scenes yeah making me so oh. angry. just off camera just off camera there's like three dudes with guns <laughs> oh. pointed straight at her i mean like, that's what it feels like out, like the red dots for the <laughs> yeah. laser point <laughs> sights on the gun yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like yeah. the the Daily Planet like 1940s uh, motif that they do in Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice where they kind of try to make the Daily Planet look modern but also of like 1933 where they try to like make this thing happen with the wardrobe. They don't do it in, in the Justice League movie and so Lois Lane is wearing like this blue shirt and pencil skirt and I'm like, what is going on here? This is awful. Mm. This is like atrocious. Like who said yeah. this was okay? Where's Michael Wilkinson? Like, costume designer and all that but um we'll get into all that uh fairly soon because this movie's coming out but um we're gonna go ahead and wrap up for today thank you guys so much for joining us it's absolutely a blast to talk to you guys seriously thank you in general not even about justice league but just to see your faces again hear your voices (laughs) knowing that you guys are doing okay um very good to hear from you guys um, if you guys listening would love to chat with us about this movie or any other movies that you're catching up on, 
You can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute, the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, and then Nate and I also do another comic book-related podcast called Doom Patrol Radio, where we talk about Doom Patrol, which is also mm. on HBO Max, I think. And yes. yeah, sorry, what's, it just uh, changed. What's it changed Doom Patrol's current status now? Is that is it shooting, or is, it, is there another yeah, season sh- coming? They're, they're, in, they're shooting season three, I believe, right now. As they're we're shooting, or are they oh, sh- is it done? I'll have to tweet at some of some of them find out I don't that, that that left on a cliffhanger like that was I, just like that last episode like that's that's where you're leaving us 100%. jesus christ yeah i actually had to leave a few doom patrol groups and pages because i they were just as soon as someone finds out information about what's going on with season three they just shout it into the into the void and Ugh. then i get to it gets spoiled about what's happening and i don't like i don't i don't i don't get why that's a thing and that was another thing with this movie. It's like that every sucks. time Zack Snyder puts out a new picture, I'm like, please, Zack, don't do that. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't know why you keep doing that. I don't want to know how the movie goes before I see the movie. So please stop. Yeah. Because those kids are going to blast it all over Twitter, and I have to look at it, and I don't want to look at it. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you guys so much, and we'll catch you guys uh, next time for Justice League Minute. <laughs> <laughs>